Anyway, episode three of the Outside Zone. You're here with me, Elliot, Chris, and Dom. We're here to talk about NFL news and happenings from around the league and all things American football. Uh, I want to start by talking about something very close to my heart. The Ravens. <laughs> Did you two watch that game? I'd no. like to say yes. Um, a better game. I mean, well, honestly, I, I watched I was that watching game. Red Zone. I was watching Red Zones. I kind of caught most of it. I caught every score in play, at least. So. <laughs> so, as a Ravens fan, my entire being was dedicated to that game. And, boy, there has not been a worse use <laughs> of my time for quite a while. I thought the Ravens were going to win it, I'm honest. Thing is, right, the Ravens... Like watching it, I thought they had a chance, man. The Ravens had a genuine chance to win that game two times, maybe three times. Um, and I'm livid. And, like, I can talk all day about Lamar Jackson and his four turnovers, I think. Was it four? Was it three? I, I lose it, track it, of... It, it was four. It was four. Um, yeah. I saw, like, a press conference where he was just like... Was that two fumbles yeah, and two... Losses, this loss yeah. is on me. I gave the ball away too much, which he did, honestly, so... Yeah, like if you take away those those four turnovers, the Ravens do win that game comfortably. Yeah, no, no, but, but but you know, <laughs> I'm, but what I'm upset about is like we had chances to win the game and chances to take the lead. Like we had a, a fourth down and two on Pittsburgh's like ten yard line or something stupid, and the Ravens on that drive they they did all runs. Every single play was a run. J.K. Dobbins and Chris Evans like fuck it, run, fuck it, run, fuck it, run, fuck it, run. Get to fourth and two on the Steelers' 10-yard line. They go empty backfield. Oh. And they're like, oh, we're going to trick the Steelers. They're going to think we're going to pass it. But then it's like, no. Lamar Jackson's going to try that, and run it for, for two I was yards. Say, was that, I was going to say, was that Lamar Jackson's... Like, yeah, it was, it was a quarterback good, draw. Good work, good work. Like, I mean, if, like <laughs> if it was a mixed drive of, of, you know, a balanced drive of, like, passes and runs, i get it. But... Well, I think, well, do, do you not think, like, when... Um, when you face a team like the Ravens, you're always going to think yeah, you always have to watch out for Lamar Jackson, don't you? So, well, yeah, exactly. But third, like third and th- no, fourth and two, you think Lamar Jackson's going to go for this? He's going to run it himself. Well, the thing is, right? If I I don't have a problem with them calling like quarterback draw or any kind of sort of you know QB run in on fourth and two with Lamar Jackson, that makes perfect sense. But when you empty the backfield, you you take all the you take all the work out of it for the defense because you're like okay if they run it's going to be Lamar Jackson. You don't have to worry about you know like Lamar Jackson's so successful when it's you know you have to choose between covering the running back or Lamar Jackson and you know read option you know that's just how it works. So you take away his, his running back and it's like okay, it's it's just Lamar versus the defense because he wasn't playing well. He's not been playing well passing the ball throughout his entire career. And he's not obviously not he's obviously not going to throw it. So it's, I don't know. It's just I was watching like they came out five wide, and I was like, okay, this is not going to convert. <laughs> like games on the line, the Ravens are very good at running the ball. Even like a bad play for the Ravens run offense is like two or three yards. So I just don't understand why they go five wide and instead of just like stacking up with tight ends and a fullback and just pounding it through. That play call to me that that lost the game. Like I could rant on about how the Ravens should have had three shots at the end zone, but the uh, the refs didn't stop the clock when a Pittsburgh player went down on the last drive. And I'm going to no, I'm not really. But I mean, yeah, the Ravens, you know, the Ravens lost that game more than the Steelers won it. That's that's how I sort of see it, and that really irritates me. Well, because like in terms of the statistics for the Ravens. Is that they're very obviously they are very um, they are the most um, sorry no they're the second most rush happy offense in the league they've got the second lowest passing yards so it's they're running the risks obviously Lamar Jackson has developed as a quarterback but they're running the risk of taking that away because they're not evolving for what the other teams know that they're going to do. But the thing is, like at the start of the season, I was like, "Why are they? Why are they passing it so much?" But then I realised, you know, someone made a point on like a, um, a Ravens fan page that I, I follow, and they were talking, and like someone made a point. I was like, "Well, they have to, 
you know, make Lamar Jackson pass at this point in the season. So when it comes down to like, you know, end of the season and playoffs, hopefully, you know, he's sort of more, more accustomed to doing it, winning, winning games that way. But to me, if like, obviously as a Ravens fan, I've, I watch every game and it, it sort of, every week I feel like they're losing their identity a little bit more. Like, you know, last year they were the team that you knew they were going to come out and they were going to run the ball down the field, deck you on defense, and just you know play with a lead and just have a good time. But this year it's like uh, we could run the ball, we can do that, but no, we're going to pass it, and it's just irritating me. Yeah, yeah no. which is you know when we, when we get on to the predictions for this week, I'm not liking the Ravens. No, I mean. On top of on top of actually losing to the Steelers in the most annoying fashion possible, we also lost the left tackle Ronnie Stanley. Um, oh. He's out. He's out for the year. Broke his ankle. He's he's done. Done for the year. But you got the money. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> just days after signing like a uh, uh, 99 wait. million dollar contract. Is that the bloke who got his, the bloke who got his ankles crushed? Um, TJ Watt fell onto his. Uh, right yeah. uncle, I believe in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, Matt, I've caught it. The, the name I just couldn't, couldn't picture. Yeah, R- Ronnie Stanley. He's he's done for the uh, done for the year. And Marlon Humphrey, he's got COVID now. He's probably one oh, of the. Good. I I think he's probably like the best player on the Ravens defense, in my opinion. And he's now out for the game. So next week against the Colts. Whew. Not confident. So um. So, Chris, what do you what do you think of Chua's uh, Chua's debut? <clears throat> I was right, and I'm going to be. So we can we can look at Chua's performance in a vacuum. Not amazing. It's his first night in the NFL. Well, of course, it's not going to be amazing. He scored one touchdown. I had him for three. Um, boy, was I wrong. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, obviously, I think if we had Fitzpatrick in that game, we'd be we'd be winning handily. Domination of the Rams. It was very much everyone knows this defense. The it's it can't, it's come as a surprise to people who aren't paying attention. Basically, um, the Dolphins' defense has been. Um, obviously, as a Dolphins fan, I was very impressed with our defense since the game with the Seahawks, because. It was just such a great game of defense from the Dolphins. Like the only game people were really paying attention to was the first week against the Patriots, in which the Dolphins defense was simply not not there, not good. It's developed. You know, uh, <clears throat> Van Noy. I've I'm I'm I can't say that I've been a massive fan of Van Noy, um, but last week he definitely showed me specifically that. He is a big part of this. Obviously, Van Ginkle returning the fumble. Christian Wilkins getting an interception. Um, I, I hope that this isn't just a small um, microcosm of a game. Because, obviously, Brian Flores was the linebacker coach for the Patriots' win over the Rams in the Super Bowl, which was just like a completely defensive game. So he knew what to do, basically. And I'm hoping that that isn't just the case because it's the Rams and he's got experience. Which is why the game this weekend or tomorrow even is very interesting to me. But um, you know, I I like to I I was I was when I was looking at some other um, football content. Someone said they're, they're starting to now because the Dolphins have got the Texans draft pick. So if they want, they can draft another quarterback, which is true. It's bollocks, but it's true. Mm. Um, but I think that's a very interesting take. Because I've seen like a hundred different reasons why they put Tua in, whether it be that particular reason or pressure from higher ups, because they're like, we need to get people watching Dolphins games. How do we do that? Bench Fitzpatrick, put Tua in. Um, you know, give give Tua time. That's it. You know, give Tua time. That's all. So what, pe- so what the people want? It's Tua time. <laughs> Things as much as that fires up a fan base, I think it, it can also fire up a team as well. You know, his first start, the team comes out and balls out on defense. You know, it's a good chance for them to build, you know, around the guy. You know, much 
you know, like Lamar Jackson got built around in, in Baltimore. Everyone loves him there. They can do the same thing with Tua. Well, there's yeah. one thing with the Dolphins that I think is great is that um, <clears throat> if you look in the Adam Adam Gacy's, there wasn't, you know, the, the the term team culture gets thrown around a lot. But I think the team culture of the Dolphins is one of the better ones out there. And you look at how they're celebrating on the sidelines. Everyone's family. The defense of the offense. The offense of the defense. I think I think that's great. I think it does fire them up. Um, like what I can see, Fitzpatrick is you know he's he's calmed down a bit in his words regarding the situation. But yeah, it's going to be just like if if in three games time he hasn't matured. By if if by the next time we play the Jets, Tua hasn't shown us that he's the franchise QB. I put Fitzpatrick back in. So in three games time. Okay. I think it's Cardinals, Broncos, Jets. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah to your point about team team culture, I think um, it's a smart move to start to it, really, because it gives... What is that? I've been hearing that for a while. On and off. It's gone now. That was weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> Yeah, to, to your point about team team culture, I think starting to at this point in the season, you know, I, I get that, you know, it's a risk because he's inexperienced and he's well, obviously he's a rookie, but when you're trying to build a team that's you know everyone's together and sort of on the same on the same wavelength, I don't think having a placeholder quarterback is a is a good thing for that sort of um, team mentality. So I think putting Tua in. Uh, it, you know, it might lose him a few games if he if he makes some mistakes, um, which he's bound to do at some point. But I think it gives them in the locker room. It gives them like a direction. Like the team knows, all right, we're going somewhere. Whereas with Fitzpatrick, you know, he's he's old anyway, but he's a placeholder quarterback. That's all he's been throughout his entire career. So, so um, you know, yeah, I'm, I think it's a good move starting to. A, and I'm surprised that they won against the Rams, but again, that was just yeah, no, yeah. That was just a good when against, against our predictions um, so, last week. Yeah, but I, 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 like you said earlier, Chris, um, about those who haven't paid attention were surprised by the defense, and honestly, I, I really was. I did not realize. Well, well, well you're you're wafting my <laughs> find out next week. Your team, your team's shit on all sides of the ball. My no, team, mate. No, 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 no. Broncos defense on a rise. Mate, mate, the Broncos are still beating the, the, the Dolphins. They're going to beat the Dolphins. They, they will. What you're going to do is you're going to come down. You're going to come. I don't know if it's a home or away. You're going to come. Or, when you're going to come wherever. The Dolphins are going to. They're going to just. They're going to destroy you. It's going to be a statement <laughs> game. A, a, a statement game against, against the Broncos. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and Rams is a statement game. Broncos is like, oh, the, 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 the Broncos have been dying for a few years now. But like, here's the thing, right? Drew Lock had a great game. Uh, well, oh, I say we a great game. game. Drew, Drew Lock had a great quarter of a game. Mate, um, you know your QB is known for <clears throat> like rapping on the sidelines. That's it. <laughs> 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 yeah, Drew, Drew Lock's highlight reel is him rapping yeah, and him yeah. dancing. <laughs> don't, don't forget when he did the uh, the laser. He did the laser after after destroying the um, the Texans last year. Did like a buzz light, buzz light your laser? Oh yeah, celebration. Oh yeah, no, I remember. Bring yeah, um... <laughs> back Brett Rippin. That's what I said. <laughs> fuck, fuck Brett Rippin, man. He's, I don't have any faith in him, but Drew Lock ever like Brett Rippin. Rippin. But like, I was watching that Broncos Rippin. game, and I, I, I turned it off about three times, and then, but like, it was one of those things. I turned it off, but I kept checking the score. And every time the Broncos, when, when the Broncos finally managed to do something in the third quarter, I turned it back on. And then uh, Philip Lindsay, fantastic 55-yard run. Um, and then Drew Lock through an interception. I was like, fuck it, I'm turning it off again. And then I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 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 my team, I'll stick with it, I'll stick with it. And um, I'm glad I watched it because it was generally one of the, uh, the best bits of football I've seen all, all year. Um, Would that be really cool if Philip Lindsay could stop like being injured every week? Oh, no. It's, could you just imagine what, what sort of uh, opportunity we would have if Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon weren't injured or, you know, drunk? Drunk driving, It'd be a dream team. <laughs> <laughs> but until that point, we just have to uh, we, we we still have to rely on. Oh no, we. 
Now we see we, we see this week against the against the Falcons. Um, if we could carry the momentum over, because I know the Broncos haven't trained, they didn't train on Wednesday. Um, so if we, if we carry that momentum and keep going, building our offense, giving them a bit of life, um, we actually do well. Because the, there's been times when the defense have put us in like very good positions, and we've come away with a field goal, and it's like great, what a waste opportunity that is. But um, I'm excited to see this game, especially because the uh, the Falcons just got a worse defense. <laughs> If there's one thing the Broncos have going for them, oh, sorry, I've got the hiccups now, is that the Falcons are zero and four this year as an as an at home favourite. Oh, good. <laughs> so uh, the thing, the thing is with the Falcons, you don't have to worry if you're losing to them anyway because they're probably going to blow the lead in the fourth quarter. Like it's strange, like the, the Broncos are good at capitalising on opponents. Um, missed opportunities but the Falcons are very good at giving those opportunities away it's going to be the perfect storm of mediocrity I think that game is going to be like a very it's going to be a um, sweaty armpits game for Dom I think (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think so Um, but yeah I mean going back to the game though um, there's one person who was quite impressive uh, the the cornerback Kareem Jackson I believe it was. Um, it, he, he was just—he was out to kill someone. Unfortunately, one of them was AJ Bouye, but that's fine. I think he's—I think he's back for this week. I think. Um, but it, it was a nasty head-to-head contact that he put on his own teammate and put him out the game. Um, especially when he's when AJ Bouye is probably one of the better defensive players that we had. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good to see a little bit of aggression, and he—he was—he was scary to watch. I mean, uh, but. C- controlled aggression is is what you need. Yeah, probably a bit more no. control. Like, no. That's it. Because um, on the Ravens, the player who replaced Earl Thomas, uh, Deshaun Elliott, um, he looks actually pretty decent from uh, what I've seen with him. But he's he's very aggressive, and he's the kind of aggressive where he goes full speed into every contact he does. <laughs> and sometimes that's a good thing. But when he goes off to the sideline because they're not sure if his shoulder's still in his socket after a hit on, like, a two-yard run, you know. Eat, eat and tape, mate. That's all you need. Eat, eat and tape. <laughs> yep. Eat and tape. So, that, maybe if you have a trophy as well, and then you'd be fine, wouldn't you? So. Now, some people are allergic from fucking selfish little pricks. I'm, I'm not, though, so it's not my issue, is it? So, <laughs> good. I'm just I trying to. Uh, <laughs> I've always been told I'm allergic, so I've just never had it. Is, um... Oh, <laughs> it's a shit thing to be allergic to. Yeah, well, it's, well, it's better than peanuts, though, isn't it? Not wrong. I mean, who's the who's allergic to peanuts? I am. Wait, you're allergic to peanuts and ibuprofen? Yeah. That's dog shit, mate. That's... <laughs> what, I can't enjoy an ibuprofen Snickers bar. You, mate, have you not tried those two as a combo? Of course not, you haven't, but they're, they're great, trust me. Take You're definitely the sort of person who'd put ibuprofen gel on a Snickers and rub it into your leg. <laughs> isn't isn't like Snickers and ibuprofen like the, the pre-game meal for like all linemen across football <laughs> everywhere? I believe so. Except for Chris, of course, because he'd die. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why I don't get played. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, not, Chris, you had your Snickers and Profit. No, no coach. I'm allergic coach. <laughs> you, have to, you have to choose between being alive and being on the field. I know which one I'd choose. Mate, yeah. imagine having like a fucking hip injury, which means you can't fucking get up from being bent over from too long. But you're an O-lineman. <laughs> It's not a great cop. Maybe it's time to change I'm positions. I have a fucking neck injury. Where I can't move. I have to keep my head straight. That's easier. I don't have to turn my head as a lineman. <laughs> um, Dom talking about... Uh, right. Who was that? Cream uh, Jackson. Yes. Um, it just reminded me of... Uh, Matt Judon got ejected from the game against the Steelers for hitting... An official. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was I'm, so stupid. I'm going to share my screen in case um, Chris hasn't seen it. Uh, I think I've seen it. So oh, uh, Don, mate, Don, mate, you're going to have to enable. Um... I'll give you a bit of a. You're going to have to give me the permissions. Do you know what? If I just 
fucking make you host, mate. That's for you, that rock. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, man. Um, I can't believe he got ejected. It, it, it was just ridiculous. I just... Yeah, I don't know if you can see it, but... Yeah, I was very like... laggy. Yeah, yeah, look, he's just, he's just like, get your hands off of me. And then the referee's just like, oh! yeah. What you can't see is, pause it right here, you can see there's a coach behind him. Yeah. Um, He had his he had his arms around Judon, holding his arms back, and he was trying to break free from that coach. And that referee just happened to be... Be, be there. <laughs> they they I, are. If literally... I remember there was, um, there was another player who had the same thing. Um... I'm not sure. I, I mean, I know about. Do you remember a few weeks back where the guy he demonstrated on a referee, but the guy headbutted him in the chest? Yeah. They're just doing anything. I, I love the um, the referee pointing at, and then it's just like fuck. <laughs> no, I remember there, there was like, a guy was on the ground, and obviously there was loads of people around him. And he just went like that. Oh yes, yeah, I remember. I listen, he just all he did is like because the referee was just holding him there, and he was like, "I want to get off." It looked like he was just like, "I want to get up, get your hands off me," and the referee just kicked him out the game. But it's like the refs are, are, are dreadful this year. They keep kicking anyone out. I just can't believe it. It's like brick ball, isn't it? But you get kicked out of the game for talking to the ref without exceptional manners. Did you not call me sir? Did you not call me sir? <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange how, like, <clears throat> there's not a lot of comparisons between um, brick ball and the NFL, like, you know, apart from the actual sport itself. But there's one thing that I think brick ball and NFL, terrible refs. Oh, definitely. <laughs> terrible refs. I remember the uh, the one we had against Cov. He just uh, like a few, year, a few years back. Um, I think he was just shouting at everyone, and he was just like, you could tell he just he didn't really want to be there, so he wanted the game over as quick as possible. I'm pretty sure they put like they were they were like an hour late in the first place, so they made it running clock for the entire game, and we had done it in like 20 minutes. <laughs> like probably for the best. Great. Running clock, running clock games. Dog shit. Uh, oof. Running we might, as, we might as well not have played. <laughs> to fair, with the way we played, we might as well not have played. I'm not sure. I'm not I, sure if we did play that. I don't think we did, mate. It was. Um, <laughs> we were there. We didn't play. Yeah, I remember. Um, I can't remember. I think it might have been a Bombers game. I was playing, and I was. Um, I was getting a lot of. Uh, I was getting a lot of heat, so I went you know, from the defense, and I was. Talking to the ref, I was like, you know, I asked for his name. I was like, what's your name? So I can communicate with you. Um, but he was like, you don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he's like, you don't, you don't need to know. That. You just need to just, just call me sir. Just, and I was like. No way. He was, like, so, he was like, if there's a problem, I'll talk to you. And I was like. I was they like, they have like this, all, all Britball refs have like this weird power trip. Power trip that they, just, <laughs> they just want to. So my, my favourite story from not my favorite but you know one of my, one of my favorite stories from brick ball refereeing is when i was playing for the bombers and i was on pump block uh, and i was rushing off the edge and the long snapper for whoever we were playing at the time he like picked the ball up but then didn't snap it he just sort of picked it up everyone was set to go he, he, and he just held it up in the air for a second and i obviously just jetted forwards and obviously they they threw the flag on me I went over and I was talking to all the refs and they were they were like, You foul starting and I was like, I didn't he picked up the ball and the, and he was like, I don't care. It was a false start. <laughs> but I was like I was like, no, I was like, no. I don't care. I was like I was like, hang on I was like, hang on a second. Uh, it's not, not false start, off it was offside. He was like, You're offside. Yeah. And I was like, hang on a second. He picked up the ball to uh, to snap it and then didn't snap it. So is that not is that not them false start? And he was like, No, because he didn't snap it. I was like, yeah, but he picked the ball up. And he was like, hang on. Th- He's like, I think he might be right. And he went over and like the rest talked about it for like right. five minutes. And they were like, yeah, mate, you are right. Yeah, they can't do that. And I was like, so it ended, ended up being enough, a... they can't pick up the ball, pull it back down <laughs> yeah. and pick it back up again. <laughs> yeah. So it ended up being a penalty on them. But, you know, that's a, that's just a, a microcosm of, of brick ball referees where you have to favorite, tell them. <laughs> favourite part of the game. I love yeah. interacting with the refs. 
Anyway, should we move it back to uh, yeah, back to move back to NFL before we get banned from Baffer? Okay, uh, Chris, you have three talking points today. Well, you can talk, well, there's the one, not the one big one, but there's obviously one of the big ones, Antonio Brown. He's, he's oh, yeah. this week against the Bucks. Is he, is he confirmed? See. Is he against uh, the Bucks as well? Yeah. Not against the Bucks, against the Saints. Yeah, and Godwin is apparently out. Godwin's out. Apparently, I've, I've got him listed down as questionable from the injury report. I looked that last night. Um, that's a big one. It's it all depends because obviously off his quarterback. Instagram hype videos can do a lot. Um, I've not got any stats, but obviously Patriots against the Dolphins. He got a touchdown. I know he got at least one. Obviously, if Godwin's out, Brown's going to be targeted a lot. It's, is he still the same Antonio Brown? Which is the question. That's the big question because it's been a year. Yeah, he's been out a bit, hasn't he? Uh, or, um, or, but, no, just under a year or something like that. I mean, but like, I think you can look at his past numbers for like, the previous seasons. And although he may, get him, he may just have to get a bit of the rust off, he's still going to be that explosive player that's going to be real good for the uh, the Buccaneers. Especially, so. especially like, um, if Godwin's out, he's probably going to be the main target. Because I'm not sure about if... Um, about Mike Evans. Scotty so Miller. He... I'm not sure if Scotty Miller's in. I think he is. I've not seen anything that he isn't. Um, uh, obviously, like, Gronk's getting a few more passes. Yeah, Gronk, Gronk's switched on a bit now, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, it's for this game... Um, I've got no clue who's going to win. Um, I, I, I rest, from what I watch, I've been watching the, the Buccaneers, um, Mike Evans has been real good for them. Um, so him and Antonio Brown actually might just do a real... They might just tear them to shreds, to be fair. Um, and I, I would not like to see that, because I, I really like the... Uh, I, like, I like the Saints a lot. But I um, but when I was discussing it earlier, uh, I know you said you didn't know who was, who was going to... I definitely think the Buccaneers will take this one, I'll be honest. Sorry about this. There's some people doing fireworks outside. Oh, we can't hear. Okay. Cause... Well, the thing is, from what <laughs> also from what I can gather with the injuries, um, Michael Thomas is questionable as well. Yeah, well, he's 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 been out for a few weeks, hasn't he? So, yeah. like, um... um, it's 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 a strange one. It's a very strange game. Uh, obviously, and... the Bucks lost to the Saints in their first game with Tom Brady as quarterback. And, you know, Tom Brady, he's fucking. He's an emotional guy sometimes. And if he's got Antonio Brown, I think it's going to be a big game. Um, yeah, very, two emotional players together. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like I like the Bucks more than the Saints. Um, um, in terms of actual liking teams? or No, in terms of it, winning. In terms of winning, right? <laughs> yeah. I, don't like, and, uh, I don't like any yeah, of them. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm the same as you. I, I think the Bucks probably take this one. I think they've um, going on performances from the Saints and Buccaneers in the past weeks. I think the uh, the Bucks got this one. To be fair, and I think I think Antonio Brown is just going to help them along that journey. I think this this edition of the Bucks versus the Saints is going to be what we wanted to see in Week One. Like I think this is going to be the real Bucks versus the Saints. I feel like Week One, like it was the first game of the season. Everyone's coming off of a preseason where you couldn't do anything normally, so it was a bit of a rusty, bit of a sloppy game from everyone. So I feel like this this game will be the Bucks versus the Saints that we all hoped we'd see when Tom Brady announced that he was going to Tampa Bay. I feel like whatever happens, it's probably going to be a very good, very competitive game. Um, I do think the Bucks. For me, anyway, I'm leaning towards the books simply because they've just got firepower like everywhere, and it's just a bit, it's just a bit groovy. No, yeah, I think we've all agreed that <laughs> the books are going to take this one. Um, yeah, I mean, especially when you look at just the Saints aren't doing that great, um, which is a shame because I do like the Saints, but. It's just I, I think about the game and I feel like it's probably it's it's primed to be one of those games that it's going to be a shootout and I don't think the Saints can keep up. Yeah, I think Drew Brees' arm, which has you know obviously been considerably dec- decreasing in both accuracy and power, 
over the season compared to Tom Brady with Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Gronkowski. And uh, you see, you look at who have, who have uh, Drew Brees got, got Alvin Kamara. They got Kamara out the backfield. Michael Thomas is still out. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm not. It's like I'm not confident in the pick, which is why on my betting show, 9 p.m. is on Gridiron Hub on Saturday. Um, look, I've not. I've look, not look, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I've, not bet, I've, I've not bet um the outcome what well, i am going to do for this game though i am going to put a bet on for points every quarter though oh, i do yeah. think there's going to be a lot of points in the game but i don't think that i can pick a clear winner but i do think that like i do think that the bucket is a win but i'm not 100 sure on that. so i'll give you i'll give you a little like fun betting statistic the saints have hit the over in total points 100% of the time this season. Oh, oh damn, okay. Well, like the Bucks it. have only done 62.75. Yeah, 62.5. I'm just taking that, 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 you know, I'd, I'd definitely take it for the over then. How would you feel about that Raiders kick then, Dom? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that Raiders oh, kick. Oh, don't you? Oh, man. That Raiders kick, that lost me so much money. <laughs> that, is, that why is that why you can't get a new mic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, so, yeah. Um, so, to be fair, I, I say it lost me a lot of money. I only started with a five and I built up. And um, the growth from like a fiver to, um, in total, it was 250 on one bet and then a, a bet of... 60 68 pounds as well both ruined by the wind in cleveland <laughs> like, i can't believe it <laughs> like it, it was it was like it was such a sure thing it looked so good for so long and then last minute nah hit hit with a fucking wild gust <laughs> killed my hopes and dreams <laughs> but um you'll be happy to know i did get um point to the quarter for the the 9 p.m games uk time that is you know yeah 9 p.m. 9 p.m. games all, all came in points every quarter, so I'm back up to 35 or something like that. And see, and I just had to place one bet, and I got to 35. Oh well, yeah, I was talking, oh, that's what I did. I placed one bet, I got 35. I just I placed two others that like, lost me like basically 300 <laughs> quid. So I don't yeah. want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I, took, I took half that money out and got myself uh, some. Food, and um, I'll, bet, I'll bet the rest. No, I'm, I'm so yeah. So something that I, I really go the uh, we're, we're betting, especially with the NFL. I go the all or nothing approach. I will put I'll I'll put a bet on. I'll keep the winnings complete, and I'll, I'll put that entire winnings on the next bet. And then I'll just be like, well, you know, if, if this comes in, boys, it's going to go good. But he <laughs> said Paddy Powers had a thing where it used to be like, if you want to withdraw, it will take three to four days. Instantly in my account. Instantly in my account. Instantly. So I'm, I immediately got dinner. Nice. <laughs> you know, you are. That has bought me my dinner tonight. Like, <laughs> I had a free dinner, pretty much. Yeah, man. But those ra the Raiders—they killed me, and uh, I will not bet on a game in, in Cleveland for the rest of the season. Season. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, there's also the um, another, the other team that let me down though. Uh, Titans. Yep. Can, can we talk exactly about? Can we talk? That talk exactly about the that. Those, those, it was the the Browns and the uh, Titans both let me down that game. Yeah, I can't um, believe it. I would, like, I, up, I would have been up three hundred pounds if if the Titans could have beaten the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it's, apparently, just could, it couldn't be done. The Titans just forgot they were the Titans and stopped playing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe it, man. I, just, I was watching it and I, I think it was just a surefire thing. And um. I didn't even think about that game. Like, I, if, no. I was, if, if I was going to pick a game, if, if I was going to pick a game that I was that was questionable last week, I probably would have said that you know what the Browns are probably the game. No, they've lost obviously. Yeah. I didn't even think about the Titans. I didn't even think about them. Because no, in my head, in well, I think in everyone's head, the the, the surefire games were that, and also the Titans game, which everyone thought was going to win, and also. 
the Green Bay game, which everyone thought Green Bay oh, would yeah, get no, out. I've been waiting to bring <laughs> that. Up. Yeah, man, like, it was a week of upsets uh, that uh, just killed everyone's bets, apparently. Um, I, I mean, I actually thought that was going to be a good game, and you, again, I, I said this to you earlier. You, you guys last last week, yeah. like, no, no, angry Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, he's going to come in and then he rolled into San Francisco. Big beaming smile on his face, being like, well, this game's over, isn't it, really? Honestly, there was a point in the game, because I had Aaron Rodgers for three touchdowns, 300 yards passing. He scored three touchdowns in the first half, and then they reached a point in, I forget which quarter it was, where he was at 299 yards, and I'm like, this is where they're going to fucking do garbage time and put in um, uh, love. And I was like, they're going to screw me out of this. But <laughs> and he, he finished with 305. <laughs> so I was very happy. Yeah, yeah man. Good. As soon as he got to 305, I went to bed. I'm not interested in the outcome. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got my money. I found, um, I don't know about you, but when I have a bet on a game, I'm so much more invested and I, I actually enjoy watching the game so much more. Because I'm just like, I'm I just, it's like, just... Obviously, it was like Thursday, it was, um, Thursday so like I could watch it on Amazon Prime. So I actually had it on the um the big the big TV, and honestly, I was getting real sweaty. Like I monitored, <laughs> no, sorry, um, what's it? Valds something Valding. He's got this double barrel surname. Oh, Val Valded Stamling something. There we go. That's yeah. it. He dropped a pass, and I was ready to fucking fly <laughs> on down to San Francisco and give my piece of mind. I was so angry. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know why that just reminded me. But did you two see the um, the uh, the scuffle that happened in the uh, was it the <laughs> Bears? The Bears yeah, and uh, the Bears Saints. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was fantastic, and oh, I've I loved see. everything that stemmed from that. All the images, all the videos. I've loved them all. <laughs> I, I said this to um, <clears throat> like the Amer- the uh, the American football that we have. We still have. Um, I said, like, in terms of, like, that person's day, he picked the absolute safest time for the person being punched to get punched. <laughs> yeah. Like, like punching a guy with a helmet on. <laughs> it was so good. I don't know what's made him think, oh, I'm going to punch this man. <laughs> well, if you look, I don't remember. I don't it, was, it, was to do, it was to do with um, um, the guy who he punched. Stole a face guard off him or something like, like yeah, a mouth, so, a so on, the, on the previous drive. He, um, I think he, I think one of them poked the other in the face through the face mask, and then in response, ripped a mouth guard out and threw it on the yeah. ground. And then it's, it's, <laughs> the petty. Drive, it's petty, and it, it, it reminds me very much of um, you remember when a keep to leave, um, ripped off that, that uh, bloke's crab chain. Trees, crab trees, yeah. <laughs> and they bragged about it on the sideline, and they... yeah, it's like. The thing is, it's like, do you remember when um, Josh Norman and Ola Beckham had that beef and they used to like get into scraps? And stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just an awful choice. It's an awful it's, choice. I don't get it. Like, it's not even like they're in contact together and they get heated up. He, he literally no, he, he he's, walk, he, he's covered he by somebody over. else. <laughs> the play is over. He stops. He's like, all right, okay, next order of business. I love how you can see he um he see, he goes closed fist and then he instantly regrets it and then goes open fist with a second strike <laughs> I, think that, I think I think it worked out for him in the long run just because it was such a poor attempt he only got a two game suspension oh it's such a poor attempt is that it? only two games yep I just, I just and, oh no no sorry what do you mean he's got a two game suspension and a lifetime of being a fucking joke <laughs> I mean it's just it's just some would say he did it on a whim. Like it is, you know. I get that there's there's beef <laughs> behind the scenes of it, but you know, it's just hilarious. I think it's just um, that's poor. Uh. This is what you want to see. See, if you want to have a fight, you do it like Brian Cushing. I really hope this is what I think it is. Oh, he's got. I think he takes his helmet off. I know what this is. Yeah. Is it? He takes his helmet off. He takes his helmet off and then headbutts them. 
Good work. Yeah, fine. but like Good at least work. I've got some respect for that. It's stupid, but I've got respect for it. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's 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 so stupid that it's almost smart. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to like make himself relevant for when the after he retires, he'd be like he'll live as a meme. For long after he succeeded, it'd always be known as that bloke he took his helmet. He's playing the legacy game. He's I trying to. Like his... he, I, feel, I feel like he could catch the game winning, the game winning uh, pass in the Super Bowl. And it was like, oh yeah, but do you remember when he? Do you remember when we just punched <laughs> a guy with a helmet on, and the other guy just went, "Who are you, mate?" <laughs> yeah, not not a smart decision. Like not in any sense, not in any sense of the word. Anyhow, is there anything else from last week's action you want to talk about before we no, start no. looking ahead to week nine? Perhaps. Well, the Patriots suck. <laughs> oh God, they do, don't they? I don't. I do. I think it's. I look at Cam Newton playing quarterback, and he he didn't look like he has the fair strength that he did a couple of seasons ago. He looks he like that shoulder injury has really affected him. He sucks, and the Bills, they're not looking great. Are you saying that as a, as a Dolphins fan? Or... You know my favourite part about this is, is that if the Bills lose to the Seahawks, probably will, and the Dolphins beat the Cardinals. That's... um. Who's top what? of the division? <laughs> I, I, I wonder. <laughs> who, who could it top possibly be for you to care so much? <laughs> The Bills lose to the Seahawks and the Dolphins beat the Cardinals. Next week's podcast is going to be 30 minutes of me talking about um, the Miami Dolphins. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And, and that's I believe be, it. Oh, that's I going to be in all of my Dolphins merch review. And then we're going to go into <laughs> Brian Flores is the best coach. And I think we're just... We'll just leave you to it. We we'll yeah. leave the call. You can you can record that bit. Just tell us tell us when you're done. Yeah, we're going to have a special edition of the outside zone. Outside zone. Chris talks about the dolphins for thirty minutes. Um, I was oh, going to ask about the Cardinals Dolphins game, but I think we'll talk about that later on when we get on to our picks for next week. Yeah. Right. So it's week nine. The trade, the trade deadline has passed and. Play, apart from free agents, players aren't going to move around anymore. We've had two months of football under the belt. So where do you think these teams are going to end up at the end of the season? Hey, Dom, what do you think about the Broncos' chances? I think, um, I don't know, really. I think the Broncos, I'm, I'm not going to be optimistic here. I think the Broncos can, can probably go maybe eight, nine wins and potentially get a wild card. Playoff run and lose in the lose then, and um, but um, that's optimistic. I am um, a winning season for for me this year would be a dream come true for the Broncos because we haven't had one in a in a while. But you know what, that is it is what it is for me. What about you, Chris? What about them 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 th- them Finns, mate? Well, the thing is with the Dolphins, their schedule is horrible. It's a horrible, <laughs> horrible schedule, like. Bar having the Jets twice, yes, and um, the Bills twice, and then the Patriots twice. Um, I know we got the Chiefs somewhere in there as well. We got, I know we got the Broncos next week. I don't think that it's um, out of the realm of possibility, especially considering if you look at the AFCs, Jets worst team in the NFL. Patriots slow decline. Um, Bills, Bills are the only real competition in it. I feel like. If if the defense keeps doing what it's doing, and Tua can develop, I don't see any reason why the see the um the floor isn't a wild card and the ceiling isn't the whole AFC East. Yeah, of course. I mean that's uh, that's the thing as well. You mentioned about the um the the Dolphins' schedule being a bit rough for them. Um, I mean, I look at the Broncos schedule. We got the Raiders, who are playing pretty well. Uh, then we got the Saints. We got the Chiefs again. Uh, we got the Panthers. Who I don't. I'm unsure about the Panthers. I think we probably we could beat them, but I don't know. Uh, it's, it's one of them. Uh, but then we got the Chargers again, which is a very close game. We've got and we've got, so we've got Raiders twice. Chiefs, Chargers again, and 
it's it's a bit it's a bit of a rough rest of the season for the Broncos as well. So if we come away with a winning season from that, I'll happily take that. Even if we don't don't quite make the playoffs, but I I do hope we maybe get the wild card. <laughs> so we're not going to win the division at all. But no, I think I think the Dolphins is going to come down to um what they can do in division games because yeah, that's what um, I was going to say. Yeah, the, with the, with the Patriots, um, the first week. Those the Patriots were looking fantastic, no need to worry about it anymore. The Dolphins weren't looking amazing, and where it's sort of reversed in the sense of the Dolphins is looking like the defensive um, uh, juggernaut of the AFC, and the Patriots just simply aren't. I feel like if the Dolphins can, obviously, like you know, I'm still worried that I will fucking lose the Jets. Probably not though. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably not. No. Um, I don't think the I don't think the Dolphins again I, I think it all depends on if the Patriots still decline and if the Bills still decline and two are improved you know I know that's a lot of ifs but yeah I think in fact I'll, I'll say the, 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 the floor is a winning season and the ceiling is the AFC and then with, with, all, with all due respect to everyone else in the AFC um, if the Dolphins get into the playoffs, the Dolphins will go to the Super Bowl. You think? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, you, honestly, think, you, you think? If, if the Dolphins meet the meet the Chiefs in the yeah, AFC I, I, AFC I, get, yeah, <laughs> championship, I, I, think, think? I, I think if Tua becomes the quarterback, the, <laughs> that he can be, and the the defense doesn't suffer too many injuries and COVID shit. Yes, I think the I think the Dolphins can make the yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. If the defense keep keep uh, keep playing as well as they did against the uh, the Rams, and uh, and um, Tua, he has a lot of potential in. If he yeah. can get uh, harness that early and you know th- thrive in this season, I, I I'll give you it. I'll give you it. Firstly, instead of the Chiefs, I'd be much more worried about a game against the Titans. Yes. What I'd yeah. be more worried about as a Dolphins uh, fan in a, in a playoff berth. Um, yeah, realistically, uh, season, season summation, season whatever outlook. AFC East winning season. That's what I'm yeah. saying. What about the Ravens, Maris? What are you thinking? Uh, honestly, I don't know what to think at this point. You know, it's like the Ravens are five and two now, but they've been playing poorly in all of those games. But they've managed to win five of them. Um, with the Steelers being the way they are. You know, reluctantly, I have to say that their road to the Super Bowl will go through a, a wild card round. That's how I feel now. You know, and I'm not going to make any get. I, I can't really make any accurate guesses of what their end of season uh, record is going to be. Um, I don't think you know, eleven and five, maybe. But again, I'm just I'm just not satisfied with the way they're playing. So I don't. It's, I think a lot of it hinges on if they can turn things around with Lamar Jackson because they can't ride the defense all the way. So, well, the, well, the, thing, well, the thing is with there is I think that um, having a playoff berth would probably benefit the Ravens because obviously, like they, no one thought they were going to lose to the Titans. No. no, like in my grief from last year's playoff loss and in my grief from this year's Kansas City Chiefs loss and my grief from the, uh, the Steelers loss last week. I'm thinking the Ravens, they need, they need a big slice of humble pie, and I think, I think going to the playoffs through a wild card round would actually be better for them than if they were to continue their form from last year, um, because, you know, like how many times has Lamar Jackson led a game-winning drive? None. You know, he's he's never had to. He's never as a team as you know, this generation of of the Ravens. They haven't faced any real adversity they've just sort of coasted to wins on most of their games since Lamar Jackson yeah. started so although it's it feels quite bleak now especially with the injuries and the way the Steelers are playing I feel like the, the, the Ravens might come out of this season 11 and 5 maybe 10 and 6 but I feel like they'll be a better team than they were at the end of last year when yeah they might have been 14 and 14 and 2 but they couldn't get it done in a difficult situation when they played the Titans in the playoffs. So 
that's my prediction for them. I feel that like they'll be a better football team. Um, but I don't think they're going to be anyway near what they were last year. 11 and 5 is probably my ceiling for the Ravens. I was, um, I mean, I, I go back to Ravens last year. I had them, I was backing them for a Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl chip last year. I, I, I completely believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and then well, I was so well, surprised well, when, well, when, well, when well, the well, time well, came well, in. As I said last episode, I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know how I you know, predict NFL games. Because I had the Cowboys and the Ravens in the Super Bowl this year. Obviously, that was pre-season. That was before anything had happened. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, I think um, I feel like the Ravens will go to the Super Bowl within the next four seasons. Um, but I feel like to get there, they're going to have to have some ups and downs, and they're going to have to overcome some bad situations, and they're in a bad situation now. So I feel like the the rest of the season for the Ravens is sort of. You know, this is it. This is where they've got to decide what kind of team they're going to be. Are they going to be a team that never lived up to its potential, or are they going to be a team that finds a way to get it done? So, I think it's a crucial, a crucial uh, final stretch of this of the season, not just for this season, but for the next couple seasons when this team figures out what kind of team it's going to be. Should we move into predictions for this week? I, I just want to talk about the NFC East. For a minute, or yeah, yeah, because we're all because, we're all AFC guys, aren't we? So we we just kind of yeah. shun the NFC. I want I want to talk about the NFC East because someone's got to win that division. I do you know what I've got. <laughs> Obviously, like it always comes as a surprise. Whatever you say for this division, um, I've got uh, the Washington Football Team. Football team. Honestly, yeah. I've, I've got the football team. Honestly, that's that's not out of the question. They, 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 like, if you look, the fucking Eagles defense, shit. Eagles offense, shit. <laughs> shit. Defense, shit. Giants, Giants offense, okay sometimes. Defense, shit. Washington football team, defense, good. Offense, not <clears throat> great. I personally think that the game this week, which is um, Washington football team versus the Giants, I think whoever wins that game. Very, very too early to call it every wrong. I think whoever wins that game is the person who's going to the playoffs in the NFC East. You think? Um, I yeah, and I think I, I think the Washington Football Team will have that, despite the great game that the Giants had offensively against the Buccaneers. They did very um, well against the Buccaneers. They, they, did. they really, really did. I was quite impressed with that. Um, and for that reason, and uh, that reason, that I actually go for the Giants. I, um, Really? I, I want to, yeah. I think the Giants, um, if they can just build on any sort of progression they have with their offense, I know their defense is a bit, bit dog, but you know, I think the offense, like like you said, like Chris said, the Eagles, they're just a bit bad all around. And then the Cowboys, yeah, maybe if Dak was still there and didn't wasn't had, didn't have his yeah, legs like, snapped in half, like, like if, if Dak was still there, it'd be a completely different thing. Oh yeah. Um, from what again, this is. Apparently, these fucking injury reports don't always, um, aren't always right, especially with last week. Apparently, for the game this week against the Steelers, fucking Ezekiel Elliott's out. Oh, great! Yeah, that's good for them. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the Cowboys can write off the season at this point. Elliott is out against the seven and O Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Just give him the eight. Fuck it. Don't bother. Just see this one, boys. <laughs> Save your injuries. Have a day off. Yeah, so what about you, Maris? Who do you think? Uh, I mean, honestly, at this point in the season, I I feel like it's going to be Eagles take the division and football team in second. Uh, you know, Cowboys and Giants take your pick. They're both going to be irrelevant. And uh, but I feel like the, the Eagles, they have the pieces, you know, to be not a good team, but, you know, at, in the context of the NFC East, they are the most complete team at the moment. But they're just playing very poorly. So if I had faith in one team to, I mean, winning the NFC East doesn't necessarily mean winning many games. To be honest, like, no, I reckon we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> um, see a team that's won five games go to the playoffs this season. Boys. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's happened in in NFL history before. But <laughs> I feel like it it might be a case of like a team with a losing record will be. Winning a division and going to the playoffs. I'm sure it's happened before, and you know, uh, 
I can't see it being like the NFC is having like a miracle run like the Eagles did or the Giants have done. Um, I just, awful. Close the division. <laughs> take take the playoff spots away from the NFC East. Yeah. And give them to someone give else. Them to, yeah. Give them to another. Give them to like if the Rams don't make, give it to the fucking Rams. Yeah, like, like, like the um, the NFC West, like you know, you've got the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Rams. I mean, and the 49ers when they're healthy. You know, all four of those teams are teams that you would expect to see in the playoffs, you know, given the way they currently are. I know the 49ers have been a little bit dodgy at the moment, but that's because, you know, injury all over the place. Let's talk about the picks for Sunday. Yes. Let's do it. Because I've got one. I've got a spicy one. I've got a spicy one for Monday's game, actually. Okay. And a lovely primetime game between the Patriots and the New York Jets. Did you think the Jets could potentially get their first I win, dude? The Jets are going to win. <laughs> I, think, I think the Jets are going to cement. The, like, I think the Patriots are on a fucking downward spiral. And I think if they lose to the Jets, that's it. The, the, the Patriots are done. And I think the Jets know that. I think this is going to be the hardest game the Jets have played. I think they're going to play very, very well. I like. The, I really, really like the Jets. You know. I just I'm don't not, see. That's a, that's a hot take yeah um there's too much spice for that for me to handle um a lot of spice i'll get it i'll get it but i just don't see the the jets doing that i'll be honest I, even I though the patriots that. have been a bit right. that's again i'm going to stay up and watch because i think the, <laughs> I, I think the jets Fair, that's it's, right, man. imagine if the winless jets their one win <laughs> it's just a patriot <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, New England Patriots on the uh, downswell. I don't see how it's going to happen. I don't think the Patriots are, you know, they're, they're too well coached to lose to a team like the Jets. But I want it to happen, so I'm going to root for the Jets as well. I'm going to take the Jets. <laughs> I'm going to take the Jets to have the upset, the upset victory. The over biggest the upset victory. ever, ever. My game of the week is the Seahawks versus the Bills. Okay. Um, All right. No, I like this game, and I think I'm going to go with the. I really don't want to, but I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Um, really? Yeah. The, the, Seahawks, the Seahawks defense is shit. Um, despite the fact that Joel Marl Adams is coming back this week, from what I can see from injury reports, um, the Bills defense is is it's okay, but I think the Bills are going to win it. In a very close overtime, not overtime, um, uh, fourth quarter field goal. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that's a that's a bold take, mate. It's New York's week, apart from <laughs> the other one, the state of New York. The state of New York, apart from the uh, the Washington Jets. game, which I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, the I mean, I can see. I can see you thinking. I think if the Bills do win, it will be, like you said, one of those late game field goal last second situations. But uh, I, I've got to disagree. I, I feel like the, uh, the Seahawks are too good to to fall down to a team like the Bills. Yeah, I agree with you, Mass. I don't think the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks are losing that. I, mean, I you know, I, I'm fully expect the Bills to make a good run at it, but I don't think. I don't think the Seahawks are going to fall down. But again, I didn't think they'd fall to the Cardinals. And they You've did. Look at, so. look at the Bills last year. I remember at the fucking Thanksgiving game last year, it was the Bills versus the Cowboys. And everyone was like, oh my God, the fucking the Bills are going to get demolished. And the Cowboys just fucking wrecked America's team on like the second most watched weekend of football. I think it's going to be something like that. Okay. Fair. So we could talk about well, Ravens, Colts, or Steelers, Cowboys, or both. I'm gonna go Steelers, Cowboys because I think this game's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> Steelers are gonna take this. I've seen some people like, oh, the Cowboys are gonna win. Interesting. No, not. <laughs> I did steal from basketball sports. The Cowboys are six and one after a U.S. election, which I think is a great statistic. It means, <laughs> it means not a lot, but um, it means nothing. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the Steelers do sometimes play down to their competition. However, I feel like playing down to the Cowboys is going to take a very, very high level of effort. 
I mean, who's um, the who's the Cowboys QB now? Because even Andy Dalton. Uh, now, well, um, no, no, I believe Andy Dalton is. No, it's no, uh, so the, the Cowboys are going to start Garrett Gilbert versus the Steelers. Yeah, who looks like Andy Dalton from like a few years ago. Ben Oh, mate. Yeah, I mean, it, it pains me, but I'm taking the Steelers all all day long against the Cowboys. I don't... Oh, well, I'm actually leaning towards the Cowboys, boys. I think the Cowboys have got this one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know what? We'll see what. No, definitely the Steelers. The Steelers are definitely. I was going to say, if you're having a good you taking a fucking Cowboys. <laughs> Thing is, Tom, you forget that I edit this podcast, so I'm just going to I'm just going to leave <laughs> I'm just going to leave that taken. I take the the, the Cowboys. Um, right, so, so we've, we've done three real picks. Fuck you. Got a game of the week. Uh, I want to introduce a new pick, which it might be a weekly thing, but I'm going to call it the Toilet Bowl because the football team are playing the Giants this week. Um, it's the battle of no, battle of toilet bowl. <laughs> what is it? No, I feel real. The real toilet bowl game, Jags versus Texans. Oh, shit game. That's a shit game. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Call that back because the uh, the Giants and the football team being shit is old news at this point. Yeah, because at least that's yeah. still a divisional game. Wait, wait, actually, yeah, Jags Texans in the same division. Yeah. yeah right. so, yeah, so this ah, week's... Well, they're, they're shit now, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, this week's so, toilet bowl, Texans versus the Jaguars. What do you think? No, with with this one, um, Arthur Minshew is still on the injury reserve list. Uh, the Jags have the highest pass percentage attempts in the league. Um, I don't want the fucking Texans to win because Dolphins have got their first round and their second round. Fuck the Texans. Um, <laughs> but I, I see the Jags. I think with a yeah. backup from the... No, it's not... It's simply not going to work. You can't pass that highly, but it could work in their favour in the sense of that the Texans might think they're going to pass the ball a lot. They're going to give it to a running back. I don't know who their star running back is. I simply don't. I know they've got DJ Chark, who's very good, and Minshew, who is okay. Um, I think the Jags are going to overtake the Texans in the um, decline for the number two draft pick because the Texans aren't doing anything. No, the Jets aren't doing anything. I like the Texans here. It's um it's interesting because uh this is actually a, again a replay of the the game that me and Marish went to watch at Wembley. Oh, it is, yeah. And that and that game back last season was a much different <laughs> different you know vibe to. It. I thought, oh, well, let's go to that game. That's going to be a good game this year. No, that's an awful game to watch. Who wants to do that? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I do think I'm I, I'm really unsure because I I'm going to give it to the Texans. I think I don't think I just think the Jags are playing so. Dreadfully, I just don't think they can win. <laughs> but I always, I always feel like um, the Sean Watson can do some magic, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, you know, this both these teams are bad this year. Like, there's no, there's no way you can, you know, argue to defend them. Uh, but the Texans do have Sean Watson, and that's why I think they're going to beat the Jags. Yeah, because you know, the Texans actually have a quarterback. And that quarterback happens to be Sean Watson. So uh, yeah. I feel like this is one of the few times a season where I can look at this look at the Texans and be like, Yeah, they're gonna win that comfortably. So I hope I hope they win. Hope they enjoy it while it lasts. And that's it, that's all I've got to say on that game. There's not much okay. there's, there's not much to say on, on that to be honest. It's just, yeah, it's just but in terms of another toilet bowl game, um I like Washington. There you go. That's the end of my picks. I'm not going to explain. <laughs> um, I could do, but you know, I, you know, I don't want to. I've got other things to do. No, that's not true. Um, Washington football team. Washington football team. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I, I think earlier. I mean, if we're going off what we were saying earlier, I'm going with the Giants on that one. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a, a close game, not in terms of teams being good, but in terms of them being bad. But I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Washington the football team is is more put together. So I, I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the football team in game two of our toilet bowl double header. Okay. 
So yeah, I think that just about wraps it up. Unless there's anything you two want to bring up, get off your minds quickly before we call it. It's been a good episode. I've spoke a lot of bollocks. We all have. <laughs> we all have just chatted <laughs> shit this time. <laughs> completely fine right so that that finishes it for this week if you want to hear some more well-educated football information you can tune into uh chris's betting show on gridiron hub uh what time are you on 9 p.m uh, on saturdays we've not got a new time yet 9 p.m saturdays gridiron hub live get yourself some good betting odds and make some money but for us that's it and I guess we'll see everyone Bye. next week. Bye, everyone. Ciao. Bye, Ciao. Bye viewer.